Welcome to the Student Sessions, the unedited podcast for students and graduates that tells it like it is and addresses the issues that are important to you today and every day. Brought to you by Greher Media and hosted by Tonya Galati. with me, Tonya. Today I'm joined by Jessica. Jessica is originally from Mexico and is a postgraduate finance student. After completing her undergraduate degree in international business and working for over two years at IBM, she won a scholarship to pursue her master's within the UK. She has participated in a variety of societies and university initiatives, including One Young World. Jessica is particularly interested in sustainable finance, and for her master's dissertation, she is analysing the link between corporate financial performance and environmental, social and governance factors. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Tonya. Welcome to the student sessions. Thanks very much for joining us today. Thank you so much for the invite. I'm so glad to be here with you. It's really, really great to have you. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself, Jessica. I am from Mexico. I moved to London back in September last year to start a master's in finance. And I graduated from my undergrad in 2016. I studied international, a bachelor in international business. And even then, when I graduated, I already knew I wanted to continue my studies. And since then, I worked towards this goal. I also worked for over uh, two years, and then last year I got on a scholarship, so that's why I moved to London in September. I'm currently um, working on my dissertation. I'm interested, I'm especially interested in how sustainability is being integrated in the businesses within different industries in the financial sector. And that's why I'm writing my dissertation on on the topic you, you mentioned and uh, about what's coming in the future i'm excited because i think it's going to be different compared to what i've done so far professionally speaking okay so that's a really thorough introduction to uh, to yourself thank you jessica i'll just check where did you study your undergraduate degree i studied my undergrad uh, back in mexico and i actually the first one in my family that has the opportunity to study abroad Oh, amazing. Congratulations. Yes, thank what you. made you decide to come and study in the UK? Um, I think that uh, since I knew I wanted to study finance, I believe in London was the right place for me because all the opportunities that I can, I have been able to find here and the connections I've been able to, to make. So uh, today we're talking about the importance of networking. So Jessica, what does networking mean to you? For me, networking is about creating meaningful connections with other humans and about taking the time to strengthen those connections. I do believe it's an activity that is continuously done. It's not something that uh, I have done in a specific time time of, of my life. It's something that I try to do every day. So do you find it quite natural to do? I think with time and practice, it comes a little bit more natural for me, but I still need to improve some skills so that it, it is easier for me. Okay. So are there different ways of networking, would you say? Uh, yeah, I think there are two main ways. Uh, the first one I would say is face-to-face, which is the one I think we're all more familiar with. Uh, some examples of these that come to my mind are, for example, at uni all the events that the career services organize, the, ses- the information sessions uh, delivered by employers, 
or career fairs. And I also think it involves um, some other activities, some other extracurricular activities, for example, being involved in student societies or volunteering or being part of, of a uh, sports team. I think that also includes a uh, face-to-face networking. And also the second type of networking, uh, I think is online networking. And I'm pretty sure the first thing that comes to everyone's mind when we think about it is in LinkedIn because it's a, a powerful tool to network online. But also amid what has been happening in the past months, I believe that there are other examples of online networking that have been getting more attention, which are virtual networking events or virtual internships or virtual career first. And why do you think networking is so important? Why do we need networks? And I'm thinking particularly, you know, you're interested in pursuing a career in finance. Why do you think networking is so important for your career? Broadly speaking, I think that networking as is, is an activity, a human activity, and it's part of our nature. And how I can think it is important for my career development is that, it's that it has helped me to have a clear, a more clear plan, a career plan and progression. Because as, as I see it, my networks are the source for valuable information, feedback, or maybe mentorship or guidance. And all that has helped me to define a better the goals or where I want to take my career. And also, I think that uh, networking is also a means for uh, developing other skills that at the end have allowed me to become a well-rounded person and maybe a more attractive candidate when I apply to, to jobs. Yeah. And also, networking is so important for business now, isn't it, in terms of kind of getting new clients, but also in terms of networking for the purposes of seeking out new employment opportunities. So it's great that you've kind of really made the most of the opportunities, Jessica. What are the different networking opportunities that you've made the most of so far? The first one that uh, I can think of is, um, are the student societies I've been involved throughout my undergrad and now in, uh, during postgrad because that have, those opportunities have allowed me to connect and get to know like-minded people that have similar goals and ambitions that I have. And I think that those kind of connections are really valuable because networking takes takes time. And as I see it, the people I, I've got the chance to meet through student societies at the end down the road in several years, they're going to be in different industries doing different stuff. And that will also help me to have a more a, a, a network with each diverse and with people that have different backgrounds and that study different things. So that will be one of the opportunities that I have made the most of. The second one, I would say it's volunteering uh, outside school and also when I used to work uh, in getting involved in initiatives that support a, a, a cause that I am interested on. For example, women, women empowerment or a more inclusive uh, workforce, because I think that when we uh, get ourselves involved in groups that have a uh, principles or a similar purpose that uh, we have or that resonates with our, our values or our principles, it's easier to find people that can help you and guide you through our uh, through, uh, your career. So that's how I, I, I use those opportunities. You sound like you're very confident, Jessica. Do you find networking easy? I think it depends on the context. Uh, I would say uh, for me, there are different environments for, where I can network 
and both are equally important. I will divide it between more casual environments and professional environments. So I would say that I definitely feel more confident in casual environments, but by keep practicing in those kind of environments, for example, in student societies, as I just mentioned, or in even the classroom with my classmates or professors, uh, by keep practicing in those kind of environments, I have been able to get more confidence and to develop skills uh, such as um, communication skills, active listening skills, and it's been easier for me to empathize with other people so that I can translate that and feel more confident when I'm in um, environments that are a bit more you know, of a professional tone. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is much easier to kind of network in a, like you said, a casual environment or environments where you know individuals. But what about if you went to an event, for example, Um, And they were talking about the topic of discussion was something you were interested in. So, for example, finance and the career that you're interested in. Would you find that situation easy because you know what's being talked about and because you're passionate about it? Or does the difficulty come in terms of the confidence of speaking to new people? I think that it's a little bit of both. About about knowing more uh, about the topic that it's being talked, it's I think it's helpful because that uh, give, gives me more uh, confidence to to give my opinion and to start a conversation with someone. So I I completely think I, uh, that knowing about the topic is important to get more uh, to be more confident. But I also believe. Uh, having other soft skills developed, it's equally important. As I mentioned, uh, communications and communication and uh, active listening skills. Because when we're networking, it's not only about uh, what we have to say, but also to actively listen what the other person is saying and actually care about that. And what would you advise? Would you give to some of our listeners who may not feel very confident about networking? but appreciate that they may need to start doing it to help with their career? Um, I would say first that it's completely understandable if you don't feel confident because we're all been in that place. Uh, we're all feel at some moment and that we're, we, don't, we don't have that much confidence to begin a conversation. But I, always, I always also will say that Maybe you are uh, doing more networking than you you think that you are doing, because uh, as I mentioned, I I do believe it's an activity we practice and we do uh, every day. So uh, I would say it's okay that you feel that way, and you are doing more of it than you can imagine. And also, it is important that you know what you're what you are right now and start from there for example if there are topics or things that you are passionate about or that interest you the most the most and then start a practicing there in those environments that are more familiar from familiar to you because there you can start developing soft skills and that then you can translate to a professional environment and also uh, something that is really important is to um, practice some introspective exercises to really get to know yourself. What are your career goals? What are what is the type of work you would enjoy doing? What is more valuable for you when it comes to uh, an employer or what are your interests? Because that will help you to be more confident and to really uh, make uh, specific questions when you reach out to someone in a professional environment. 
that can help you get valuable uh, can help you get valuable information to to progress in your career. Uh, and as Jessica said, there, you know, the more you practice it, the easier it becomes. Um, and it's really important to push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Lots of you will also have access to your institution's career services, who often run training events on networking. So do access these free services because they really will help you. Um, Jessica, how has networking benefited you, do you think? I think that uh, there are many ways I could uh, name that it has benefited me. But the most important ones are, uh, for example, when I was looking for scholarships to feel confident enough to reach out to several professors or people at the company I used to work to ask for references, or when I, when I got involved in initiatives or, or student societies, by getting to know other people and letting them know what I was up to, what were my interests, then I was invited to other initiatives. And also it has been for me a source of mentorship and advice because I get to know people that I admire and I, uh, they have guided me in my, in my professional uh, development and plan. And also, I think that another benefit from uh, networking that I've received is uh, valuable information so that I can feel more prepared and put myself in a better position when I apply uh, to, to jobs. And then one, I would say, uh, indirect benefit is that at the end, the network I have built so far have also served as a source of inspiration and motivation because I believe that uh, when we're progressing in our career path it is not a straight line that sometimes we struggle and we sometimes uh, face some challenges but by having a network and feeling inspired by that network it, it really helps when you are trying to to progress and advance in your career I mean I was going to ask you if you think networking is important for career progression but based on what you've just told us I suspect you're likely to say yes yeah <laughs> 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 it sounds like you've really made the most of some of these opportunities and I think you know especially coming from Mexico to the UK you must have felt quite it must have been quite hard for you at the start to kind of develop networks in a new environment yeah actually it was a challenge for me because I, it's a place where I have to start building my network from from the start I mean it's been less than a year since I moved here but uh, one good thing about uh, being part of student uh, societies or getting involved in extracurricular activities at uni has definitely helped me to get to know other people, not only from our program, but different programs and people that already have professional experience and that have guided me through this process because I used to work in a different sector and I'm planning to work in a new different sector once I graduate. So definitely getting to know people that already work in the sector I, I, I am aiming to work has helped me uh, to define what I want to take my career next. And that's so great. Let's talk about some top tips for interviewing. And in particular, let's imagine face-to-face -face situations because they're the ones that actually are often the most difficult to make a good impression at. And often students say that actually what's really hard is if when you're at a networking event and you don't know anybody, it's approaching somebody and starting a conversation. So what advice would you give in that situation, Jessica? I believe the first step, it will be to understand the context where you are and ask yourself um, who you have in front of you and why you're aiming to start a conversation that's, uh, with that person. 
and and it's linked with knowing also uh, about yourself, understanding what are your goals, where where you want to take your career, because that will help you to uh, to define what's the kind of person you want to reach out to and what's a, a what are you planning to get out of the conversations and you start with the people that's around you and for example if you ask yourself okay i'm in a professional context then i think the key there is to to make our research and and to understand first of all the person uh, that's in front of you and the company and to ask specific questions beyond what you can find in in the web page or in a job description because that's what uh, it makes it more valuable to start conversation, like to, to get information that you wouldn't find uh, in another place. And also, if you're, for example, in a more uh, casual environment, uh, I would say uh, it's important to take the time and genuinely care about what the other person is saying. And for example, one, one thing that has helped me is to ask myself what uh, what are the skills or characteristics of the people that I admire, admire the most and work towards developing those skills. Uh, at the end, in casual environments, I do believe that it's important to be the person uh, you would like to meet. And both uh, environments, uh, the professional and the casual one, I think are equally important. So one should be aware of, first of all, in which context uh, you are, and then uh, understand what you want to get out of the conversation and who's the person in front of you. So kind of doing your research is key just to understand who you're likely to be speaking to. And as Jessica said, making sure that you listen. Some of the things you could say when you start a conversation and you're networking is normally a hello goes down really well. And also if you introduce yourself, obviously that then means that the other person has to do the same and the conversation can start from there. But what would you say, Jessica, is when you go to a networking event, what are you looking to get? From the conversations that you're having? Mm, I think that before thinking about what we can get, it's important to think about what we can give and how we could add value to the people that we're going to meet in, in the networking event and to understand what's the aim of the people that's assisting to that uh, networking event. So first of all, what we can give even before attending the event, it's our time. But uh, again, by taking the time to research and to to understand ourselves and what we want to get out of the experience and what are our goals. And then I, uh, that's when it comes uh, what uh, to understand, it's linked with our goals and to understand what we want to get out of it. And uh, then it, it depends on, on what are our goals. And also um, one important thing about starting a conversation is laying the ground to continue building that relationship uh, potentially after uh, through online tools. And one key aspect I also believe it is to start a conversation and find something that can make you connect with the person that you have in front of you so that that conversation is memorable to that person. And for example, once you add this person uh, in, in a social network, in a profession, professional social network, then you can to refer to that specific aspect or comment that you feel most connected with or that resonated with you the most. 
so that that person can put a face to that invite, for example, that you send. And from there, you can start building that relationship. And that's absolutely right, Yes, because you said building a rapport is key, taking an interest in what the person is saying, but also thinking about actually what can you also, what value can you add to that person as well, rather than you just taking from them. It's kind of, you know, how can you support them in what they're doing? I think one thing just that's worth discussing Jessica is I don't know about you but I've been to some networking events where I'm speaking to somebody or shall I say they're speaking to me and they just keep speaking and I'm just thinking I've been studio 20 minutes there are other people that I want to speak to what is the most polite way to leave a conversation and move to somebody else in the room would you say first I believe that if you already started a conversation and you ask something then Wait for the person to to finish to answer the question, whatever question you 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 make, yeah. because it will be respectful to just uh, add, uh, just leave the conversation and don't wait for the other person that's taking the time to give you an answer. And then I would say that a, a good way to end the conversation will be to wait maybe for a natural break in the conversation and then thank that person from the for the time or the information that has given you. And also another way it could be to make it about them. For example, saying like you, you don't want to take a, a, this oh, the, you don't want to take all the time for the this person and that you even though you want to continue chatting, you don't want to hold it. So it's it's like you're valuing their their time and i think those are the 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 ways that come to my mind also también also um sharing information and asking that person if you could add him or her in linkedin and i think that's a way of indirectly telling the other person that you're about to end the conversation yeah absolutely right flattery gets you everywhere so, you know, by saying to somebody, oh, I've noticed that I've taken quite a bit of your time already. I'm sure there's other people that want to speak to you. It's been great chatting. Perhaps we can connect on LinkedIn and then you can move away from the conversation. And as Jessica said, if they're talking to you and they're kind of mid-flow and answering your questions, then obviously you don't walk away. You kind of wait for the right moment to do that. So let's talk a little bit about online networking. You mentioned um, LinkedIn, Jessica. What's your experience of this? How good has online networking been for you? Mm, the most recent example I have right now was, it just happened to me last month. I was uh, planning to apply to this position that interested me, but uh, based on what I read on the job description and the company's webpage, I was not sure I was completely understanding what was the position all about. So what I did is I, I used LinkedIn. I, I looked for a people that was already working in the department I was interested in. And actually I found someone that was currently working in the same position I was planning to apply. So I sent several messages. I didn't receive a response from all of them, but one person uh, respond, uh, respond to my message. And actually this person was really uh, open and, and willing to help me and provide. and they, I, he gave me uh, more details of what were the what was uh, a daily uh, a day in in that position. So it really helped me to understand uh, what it was uh, all about. And at the end, I I realized that it wasn't something I would be comfortable doing. So it helps. Like this person was working in in is working in Switzerland, 
So one good thing about online networking is that at the end you can reach out to people regardless of where, where they are and you can still uh, get insights or valuable information that can make you, that can help you make a decision uh, whether or not you should apply to a position. And if you decide to apply, then to get valuable information that will make you stand in a more stronger uh, position. And then another example uh, I could think of is that uh, two weeks ago, I got the chance to participate in a virtual internship, and in there, there was some time scheduled to network with other students that were uh, participating in this virtual internship. And it, it was interesting because uh, the way it was handled, it was through a platform where I got the chance to randomly be paired with someone else and got five minutes to introduce myself, to say what I was interested on, what I was participating in an internship. And then after those five minutes, I will be paired with someone completely new. And I think it was a really dynamic and interesting way of networking. And I had an experience before, so I, I really like it. And that's really great, Jessica, because actually we know that a lot of people use LinkedIn and online platforms to actually find opportunities but what you've done is given an example of actually how you've used LinkedIn to decide that actually an opportunity or an organization wasn't quite right for you so networking online is really really helpful and there's so much information and people are always really willing to kind of give advice and insights what would you say Jessica are the benefits of online networking or of having an online presence the first benefit that com- that comes to my mind is that uh, as i was mentioning it, there's no limit to there are no bar- barriers or no limits when you are networking online because you can reach out and connect with people that are in the city where you are but also that are in the in another country with a different uh, time zone. I, I believe that's a really, um, that's a huge benefit of, of online networking and also that it is immediate, that you don't have to wait in order to connect with someone. You just have to look for that person, see if there's something valuable you can add or, that, or information or valuable information you can get from that person and then uh, send a, a, a message and, and that's it. You can do it um, it, it wouldn't take that long. And I think it's important to have an online presence because I do believe networking, it's not something that you just do one day and then you forget. It's a continuous activity and it's something, and the relations are something that you continuously build and invest time on. And allowing other people to know to to know what you've been up to what are your interests what are the things you you have done i i believe that helps them to it makes it easier for them to help you in if you at some point reach out to for advice or mentorship or or a reference and also i think it's important to be actively involved because actively involved in 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 online networking because it's a way to also know what your network's up to and maybe there are some things or for example if you have a contact that has been promoted or that starting a to work in a new company, then that's something that you could uh, keep in your uh, in, in mind uh, and that at some point in your life or in your career can, can help you because you know that one person started working in this new company that is linked to something that you're interested in. 
just to give an example. But also it means that, you know, if you've got a good online presence, effectively you're networking all the time, even if you're not sat in front of your PC or on your phone, even when you're asleep, you're networking because people from all over the world can access your data and your information and your profile at kind of different times. So actually it's really, really powerful way to kind of get exposure, uh, as Jessica has rightly said. I'm mindful that we're coming to the end of our time together, Jessica, but if you were to look back at your time at university and imagine that you had not made the most of the networking opportunities presented to you do you think that your achievements to date would look very different Mm, absolutely yes (laughs) i think in few words i wouldn't be right now here talking with you because i do believe that the networks i have been able to to build have helped me to develop my skills to get further understanding of where I want to take my career next. And as I mentioned at some point, they have been as a endless source of inspiration and motivation to keep believing in myself and continue working towards progressing in my career. And that's great. Obviously, I'm so pleased that you networking and me networking has led us to connect with each other. And here you are today. How lucky we are. Thanks very much for joining us on the student sessions today, Jessica. You've been great. Thank you so much for having me, Tonya. It was a pleasure. Queen Mary University of London is where previously unthinkable ideas are applied to the challenges facing the real world. The institution does this by being the most inclusive university of its kind anywhere. Throughout its history, the university has fostered social justice and improved lives through academic excellence. Queen Mary's University continued to live and breathe this spirit today, not because it's simply the right thing to do, but for what it helps them to achieve and the intellectual brilliance it delivers. Queen Mary's University continues to embrace diversity of thought and opinion in everything that they do, in the belief that when views collide, disciplines interact and perspective intersects, truly original thought takes form. And to all of our listeners, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode and do join us again on the student sessions. Thanks for listening to the Student Sessions brought to you by Greyhair Media and hosted by Tonya Galati. Never miss an episode by subscribing and if you like what you've heard today, why not leave a review and please tell your friends. We'll see you at the next session. Music